of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire and I am fucking back. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Dewar. How are you, Curtis? Hey. I'm doing good. Yeah? So, yeah. what have you been up to in the couple weeks that I've been sort of AWOL? Uh, Keefe's been filling in for you on the podcast very, very ably. Filling um, it? I'm thinking he might, uh, we might have to do the odd... Uh, show with him more often because he's being very well received so he's doing quite well so maybe we might have to add him in as a co-co-co-host with our other co-hosts at some point uh other than that been uh kicking ass and taking names there you go now um I think what have you been up to matt three festivals in six days and more um and so basically I was, first I went to Prophecy Fest in Germany. Well, back up, back up, back up. You said three festivals and more. What was the and more? Um, Because I'm in London now. I just getting through meetings. I just went to a, I just went to a Dutch uh, label or a Dutch like industry showcase uh, put on by my friends Bart and Bas and got a bunch of free Stroop waffles. I don't even know what that is. It, it, it's it's a it's a traditional Dutch delicacy. It's one of my favorite things. Okay, so it's like, okay, you don't have you don't know about any Dutch food, so you can't compare, huh? I don't know anything about Dutch food. All I know is about the pancake houses that they got every once in a while in certain cities. That's it. This is what you could get at one of those. So what's that? You can get this, them at one of those. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it being. Yep. Uh, so I, I was at Prophecy Fest in Germany. Yep. And then I went to Reeperbahn, which is like uh, South by Southwest for Germans. It was much more productive than any South by Southwest I've ever had was. Even South by Southwest where I had a showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, then let's be honest, South by Southwest isn't really for metal guys anyways. Yeah. And then we had Ripple Fest UK. Mm-hmm. which was uh, a blast and a ton of people showed up. And right now there's a conference called IFF happening for booking agents, which obviously I'm not a booking agent, so I'm not really affiliated with it, but a lot of my friends are in town. So I've been hanging out. With them. This is all in London. This is in London. I'm in London right now. Mm. But what's happening, which is why I went to the, um, the Dutch showcase thing, but what's happening in the next couple days is I'm going to uh, outside of, various meetings i'm actually going to get to go to sheffield for the hard rock hell festival uh doom versus stoner i'm not familiar with that festival but that sounds amazing it'll be a good one orange goblins headlining we've got a pair of ripple bands on the bill uh cyclona and um poseidon oh yeah is is todd at these things or is he not there he's not there he's he's a todd is a where is Todd? Todd is in California. So he's just being a figurehead sitting in California while Ripple Fest just uses his name. 
Well, Ripplefest is using, you know, everyone's name. Um, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, it being... I'm pretty sure there have been Ripplefests where no one from Ripple showed up. So I did not know that. I always thought that when Ripplefest happened, Todd like flew out there and like was sitting there with everybody. I, this is new news to me. That's actually interesting. Well, no. Well, sometimes it just logistically can't happen. Sometimes someone wants to do a Ripplefest. What are you going to fucking do? You I don't know. know. I just, I just always assumed Todd was part of that. I had no idea. This is new. Well, we're not going to add a, you know, a several hundred dollar expense just for our own egos. I don't know. Maybe you guys do. I don't know. Now I just learned something new. But back to what you were talking about with your network. You were talking about you went to a, you were, you were planning on going to a booking bookers, not festival meeting in order to network. Is that right? Well, no, I, I don't have a pass because I'm not an agent, but a lot of the, I'm friends with a lot of these guys. Yeah. So, very classy. I'm friends with a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. Consequently, they're in town, we're hanging out, we're getting dinner, etc. So, okay, so what benefit does it have for you as a Ripple slash Prophecy slash Artifact Records guy um, who doesn't really handle the bookings or anything to be connected with, to get hobnobbing with bookers, might I ask? It, um, you know, anything that signal boosts the network is good, right? I okay, think explain that in a bit more detail, because I, I think I know the answer to this, but just for people listening for the podcast, like, that seems like a bit out of your realm and a waste of time, quote-unquote, Yeah, which well, I know first, it's not, but... First of all, I, I probably wouldn't have traveled to this if I didn't have to, if I wasn't in London anyway. Mm-hmm. No, um, but the thing is, right, the more people who think, oh, Matt Bacon's a smart fucking guy... Even if it's not necessarily people who want who can hire me, people you know who have a use for me, yep. it just helps raise my profile in the in the music industry. You know, so if it's like, oh, Matt Bacon is like around at things, people start to take notice and they start to go, okay, that guy really gives a shit. You are you trying to be the Are you trying to be the hard uh, the Paris Hilton of uh, metal? No, I'm trying to be someone who's present, right? And that's what's important is being the present. Paris Hilton the metal, yeah. Sure, but guess what? She fucking got where she wanted to be because she was just around all the time. That's what I mean. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just, I'm just laughing because it's actually a very astute comparison, to be honest. I mean, yeah, you just have to be cultivating, you know. Now, that being said, you know, this also isn't really a set of opportunities for guys in bands. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, I think I've met one guy in a band these past couple weeks and he definitely was like over his head unless that member of the band is trying to get involved in the industry in some way that would be the only yeah, way it would sure be sure but i mean like I, when i say band guys i mean the guy who was introduced to me as oh he is in this band not oh he does x also he is in a band yeah yeah fair enough you know um but yeah so that yeah so this is kind of what's been an interesting compelling little thing for me mm-hmm. i've been meeting all these people doing all this networking you know, signal boosting, because, like, again, like, people are always trying to get more connected, and you never know who you're going to end up being able to collaborate on something with, you know? For sure. Um, you know, because a lot of these people wind up in new jobs down the road, you know? So some of these booking agent people are going to end up being festival people one day. And if they're festival people, well, festival people need digital marketing people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially, well, here, well, here's well, here's one question I got for you. Well, this is, I kind of, again, I know the answer. I'm trying, I'm trying to uh, give some value added content for our show. 
Um, okay, so a lot of these people that you're going to be networking with, like you just said, they're not going to be doing those jobs for too long. So what? So how is that valuable to you in the future? If the if you meet the publicist for I don't know uh, some festival right now, and you know in six months she's probably going to be fired or quit. Well, because again, it's like well she is. She, now, like, you don't know who's going to go on to be who. Totally. Right? Which is, like, a little bit of a, a little bit of a cop-out answer. But, like, also, you know, like, there are literally people who knew me when I was 15, you know, uh, who are now playing the main stage at Hellfest, who I still have, who I've had a relationship with through all those years. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and who we still help each other out, right? Like. Totally. They couldn't have known that that guy from the that that kid from the Ultimate Guitar Forum was going to end up being someone who could like significantly help their career. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, like no one told them that, you know. But they were just nice to me, and it went well. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing, right? Is like you don't know who's going to become who, like. You know, I think one of the things I've seen, I've been paying a lot of attention to people's origins in these past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've seen that's been really interesting has been that the, 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 the founding principle for a lot of these guys doing it are, they started out as one of two things, mm-hmm. either promoters or music writers. Yeah, or musicians. Yeah. But like, if you have a non-musician yeah. role, you were either yeah. a promoter or you were a music writer. Yeah, define promoter for people that do not know what that actually. I mean, means. a show. A lot of people conflate that. Okay, show promoter. Good. Not a booking agent, but a show promoter. Well, it's hard to go from being a guy to being a booking agent without being a. You know. Just want to get it straight because I've had a lot of people conflate PR, and booking and promoting. So. Just want to make sure, but okay. So, so most of the people have been promoters or they've been writers at first. I think the main ones are usually, it's generally even the promoters end up being writers at some point as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because at the end of the day, it's the people who contribute to the scene at scale. Right. Yeah. And sometimes well, it takes, go ahead. Sometimes it takes a while, but they contribute at scale. Like there are people like another good example. This is like Chris Somal from, uh, the band Church, who books a lot of shows in Sacramento. That's how I met yeah. him. They they slept on my floor. Yeah. And now he's the sound guy for Elder. Yep. You know, like, that's why it just pays to make friends with people. And because, like, you also don't know who's going to introduce you to who, you know? Like, I've met heads of some very big labels through this guy whose role in the music industry I only just figured out, like, last week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's... But, He's very, very connected because that's his job and he connects people. And guess what? That means I'm hooked up now. Yep. You know? Yep. So. But one thing I want to point out here, just just in regards, because there's a lot of people that write and they never get anywhere. The thing I do want to point out is that the writers that do get somewhere are the ones that actually uh, like do pro- proactive steps to take opportunities absolutely Uh, that that's like a key point that's also a key point just in general uh for anybody that is trying to do anything in the music industry is if you are proactive 
is how you get the chances. If you just expect people to come ask you, you're not going to get the chances and the opportunities that other people do. Because a lot of these people that end up being like, you know, players in the business and stuff like that, they actually, you know, they asked or they connected with someone that they knew someone and they knew something was coming up. They actually asked, they didn't wait to be asked, you know, cause a lot of yeah, people. Well, because like, look at it this way, right? The amount of motherfuckers who want me to like wave my magic wand and give them like a label job is astronomical. No. Yeah. Could I do that? In some cases, yes. You know, how, you know, like I've done that, like I've gotten people who deserved it label jobs, but like, you know, I can't, like, I'm not just, like, sitting there going, like, huh, Frank said he wanted to work at a label, and I don't really know him or anything, but I guess I should make that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. could I make it happen? Sure, probably. Do I want to? Like, is it going to be right on top of my mind when someone says, hey, I'm looking for label staff? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. No. Yeah, well, here, here's the other thing, too, is that um, proactivity means actually making your connections, not just asking people you don't know necessarily for help. That's the other side of the coin, I think. So, like, if you were to ask Matt for help and you didn't know him and you didn't have the relationship there, he's not likely to help you, I think is what he's trying to say, correct? I'll try to help you, but the incentive I have to help you is much lower. But if you bought him a but if you bought him a coffee or a tea or something like that and told him how great his bacon bits were for a few months, you might have an in. Or you know, but like or you just like DM me about some dumb meme I post on my stories. Like like that can you know, that can get you somewhere. Also, if you tweet to him about Star Trek, he will be your best friend for life. No, yeah, but but actually, like it, it's like how we used to talk about oh um, you know, there's a certain decibel writer who, if you make, uh, if you send memes about uh, Brother May Have Some Loops, probably write about your band. Yep. You know, and that yep. was serious when that meme was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, like, guess what? Same shit. Yep. 100%. You know, like, it's really, it's really not that complicated. Anyway. On a, on a, on a separate note, on a completely separate note. So what was uh, your biggest takeaway so far from all the people that you've networked with, Matt, over the past two weeks or whatever it's been? Week, two weeks? Um, a lot of these people are really high level and I don't want to like name drop for a variety of well, reasons. I'm not asking a name drop, I'm sorry. But I mean, like, what's your biggest takeaway from, from um, networking? Like, is there like some sort of skill that you need to have or something you've taken away that people are focused on or something like that. I mean, yeah, not fucking talking all the time. Yep. Like I spend a lot of time sitting there being quiet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're at a table with all these players and you're just some guy Mm -hmm. and you know, very little of what I have to say matters to some of these people. But you tried to make it sound like it mattered, didn't you? No. You did, no. right? You didn't? You not once? Come on. Not really. Like You did once, didn't you? Let's no, like, I mean, previously I have, but, like, this is something I've learned, right? Is like... Fine. You know, pe- people don't care. Like, you gotta, you know, you're, 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 you're sitting there looking pretty. 
And then that turns into, oh, oh, who is that guy sitting with us? Oh, yeah, that, he's Matt Bacon. He, you know, oh, he's cool. Like, you know. He's like, the water boy. Or whatever, yes. <laughs> I'm teasing you that. I know exactly. Like, I don't think people understand the amount of shit I take or, like, the amount of time. Like, like, I don't, I think if people understood, like, 5% of what I do, they would fucking shit themselves. Matt, just so everybody knows, just for clarification. Matt basically takes the shit shit at the labels he works with. That's basically your job. Is you get you basically take the shit for the owners and stuff. I mean, sometimes, not always. But but in general, I mean, like let's face, let's call a spade a spade, right? I mean, I don't I don't know what you mean. Like like I'm. Well, I mean, like you 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 got to do like you're not. It's not a glorious type thing, is what I'm saying. Like you take the shit. Yeah, you know, it's a fucking like you job. Do, like, it's not, yeah, it's not like you're sitting there being like, you know, with your cigar fucking giving your words of wisdom to the label owners. I mean, like, you're actually doing shit is what I mean. Not like you're not like you're being shit or on or anything like that. I mean, like, but you're actually doing shit and taking the shit that they give you and actually doing it. Yeah, like, You're not just sitting there pontificating about oh, the label's going to do this and that. That's not your job. Your job yeah, is... Like, 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 there's, like, a nice, you know, like, there's nice breakfasts funded by major corporations or government agencies. Like, sure. It's sick. But, like, simultaneously, like, you get home from that nice breakfast, and I'm, like, like you, like, if you pay attention to, like, my Instagram stories or my Twitter, like, I am not a happy person or a well-rested person. You ever thought of the connection between the rest and the happiness, just out of curiosity? Yeah, that's why I really focus on naps, because, like... You should focus on more sleep, dude. Oh, you see the pictures. I do, that's why I say <laughs> There's been a couple times you've had those big puffy eyes going. Yeah, like, like this is what it is, you know, is it's not fucking easy or always fun. Anyway. As he watches baseball. Uh, no, because the Phillies have fucking been shit the last two months. You stopped watching baseball, really? I've been traveling a lot, too. But they don't have baseball over in the UK that you can watch? Wow. I thought you'd be How did you not it. know there's no baseball in the UK? No, I mean, like, I thought that there would be, like, you'd be able to watch it on cable or something. Like, you could watch soccer over here on certain channels. Not a lot of channels, but... I'm so much higher like in class socially than you are what does that got to do with you watching baseball anyway. like that was just random what is that what does that got to do with it? curtis that's just, your response when i ask about baseball one day one day i'll take you to to anyway anyway that was too funny Matt. just like i'm a higher class than you right when i ask about baseball anyways anyway irregardless irregardless that was hilarious. What do we have so, coming up, Curtis, that we work on every single day that brings people value every single well, day. Well, hold up. Before we do that, I, there's one thing. I, there's, one, there's, one other, there's just one other thing I want to go over here. So just back to the networking thing, just, just, just to tie it all back together. So if someone, just as a takeaway here, so what would, would be the key takeaway on networking that a, that a person that is listening to this could take away from what you have been doing over the last two to three weeks? Shut up. Find a good way to quietly bring value. The easiest okay. way to do that, the two easiest ways to do that are um, buying people drinks slash making people stay hydrated. Like there's huge value to being the 
guy at the festival who's like, hey man, does everyone have water? Or, oh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. people really appreciate that, you know? Totally. Yep. Um, another very, very easy way to do it that requires more of an investment is having a portable charger. A portable what? Give me that again. A portable phone charger. Oh, that's, hey, that's a good, hey, that's brilliant, Matt. Right? Well, because like, everyone needs their phone charged. Yep. No, that's brilliant. That's that's you know, actually a really good takeaway. They're not gonna they're not gonna fuck off with your charger. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um. So like, if you're trying to like, you know, so if you have a phone charger, like you're pro- you're a lot more likely to get an opportunity to talk to someone for a little bit. Yeah. No, uh, that's that's actually a brilliant move. I never even would have thought of something like that. That that is a good take takeaway for if you're trying to network in person. You know. Oh, and finally, like. Knowing your place, which is important, and also knowing your history, because the amount of conversations I, like, the amount of conversation I've had in the last two weeks, right, that were purely driven by, oh, wow, dude, you actually know a lot about KISS. Mm -hmm. No. Wow, man, I was, I'm surprised, you know, about Acme, the the hardcore band from Bremen. No. Never heard of him. Like, if you know these things, like, people see that you're legitimate. Like, if you can show that you have a pedigree, that you've got a thing, you know, it's not, um, no one wants to hear about your club tour, you know, but if, if they find out, oh, wow, you're, like, kind of an expert on Bruce Kulik Kiss, I also really like Bruce Kulik Kiss, that's mm-hmm. where you can win. These people are music nerds. Well, okay. So to wrap it up, what you were asking about is the um, the 24-hour help desk with Curtis and Matt, which is basically the uh, group chat. So if you join for a full year um, of the group chat, you get uh, three press releases, up to three press releases. Uh, it's got to be on something good. If it's something that I think is stupid, I'm not going to send the press release out. Uh, this includes things of like um, bands announcing just stupid shit. I ain't going to do that. But if it's something that's worthy, uh, news related, um, I will send the press release out. That is one qualifier. Uh, but you get up to three. You get a bio written by Matt, and anybody can get their bio written by Matt. And you get uh, how much off is it again? I can't remember the exact exact discount. Oh, um, it, well, no, so, wait, wait, the discount on what? I'm sorry. On the full year membership. Oh no, it's two forty for the full year. On top of all this, because it's it's twenty dollars a month. Oh, I thought we were giving a discount. Okay, never mind. No. Okay, go ahead. And on top of all this, if you if you've got the chat going, yep. you also get half off on the challenges. I forgot about that. That I think that's what I was thinking of. That's the discount you're thinking of. So yeah, so you get the so you get three bios or sorry three bios three press releases rather one bio. Um, and then you also get a full year of the chat for $204 and 50% off any future challenges as well. All challenges, um, right now are $50. That means you get them at 25 us dollars, which is quite the steal. If you've already done a challenge, it means you'll get them for 20 us dollars. Yes. So this is quite the deal. Um, so if you want to sign up for the month, please do so ASAP because we do have limited spots and, um, yeah, once they're filled up at the beginning of October. Yeah, work. once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. So, and there are quite a few people in there right now. And here's the other thing, too, 
is um, it's not just us in there answering questions. There are other people that are very experienced. For example, uh, we have the great mighty Tommy Stewart, who was on Metal Blade Records at one point, um, who is quite knowledgeable on studio things, and he's also knowledgeable on touring. We also have Matt uh, from Angelic Desolation, who is also quite experienced with uh, touring and with merchandise and stuff like that. Uh, we have a few other people that are quite experienced as well. Uh, so if we don't know the answer to a question, someone else will. <clears throat> and if they don't, we will be able to figure it out at some point. So it's like having a 24-hour help desk for your band. And to be honest, we're probably undercharging for it. So you might as well get the full year. Uh, because normally a press release by itself costs 100 bucks. Matt's bios also usually cost uh, $75. So you're basically getting a $375 value plus the whole group group chat for only $240 and you sign up for a year. If you are really broke and you can only sign up for by the month, it's only $25. $20. 20, sorry. $20 for the month. US dollars payable to Matt Bacon. Yes. So there you go. This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. Bye. Are we done yet?